the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, I hope everybody had an absolutely fantastic, wonderful weekend. I know uh, Michelle and I, we did, and uh, you know, so it's... Having a wonderful weekend. It's all about uplifting. It's all about uplifting and it's all about just doing things that you're going to keep a smile on your face. And also when you run across others, you, you, you smile with them and bring a smile on their faces because it's all about changing lives. And uh, I tell you, I guess that we have on today, she's all about that, Todd. She's all about changing lives. I mean, this young lady... Uh, she do so many wonderful things, and, and, and you know what? She can sing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she can sing, man. You know, so, uh, Todd, how was your, how was your uh, weekend, man? It was, it was great. A lot of time with my friends and family, and when I get that opportunity, you know, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. You can't beat it at all, man. And I, I tell you, uh, I'm here sitting here with my beautiful bride, who's also my co-host, and, you know, I have to just go ahead on and say, how are you doing today, Michelle? I'm doing good, doing good. The day is um, going by fast, but it's it's a good day. I'm, I'm happy, I'm healthy, so lots to be thankful for. And, you know, I, I am very uh, happy and very, you know, I'm looking forward to this guest that we have on today because it's, I was listening to the two songs that she sent. Uh, I, I listened to it about five times a piece, and you know, it just, it just just stuck. It stuck in my mind, and I just can't cannot wait to get this young lady on, so she can tell us about uh, uplifting people and changing lives through music and her ministry. You know, so uh, you know, so uh, if you want to be part of this great conversation, listening audience, uh, regardless of where you at, regardless of what you listen on the radio, regardless of whether you on. Uh, YouTube or uh, Facebook Live. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Well, Shia, can you uh, please uh, repeat the title of the show and tell uh, our listening audience what's the purpose of today's show? Yes, the title of the show today is Shanine Bonner, Uplifting People and Changing Lives Through Music and Ministry. The purpose of the show is getting to know the background of minister, prophetess, author, and gospel artist Shanine Bonner. Talk about the challenges she's experienced as a child, her journey in being a teenage mother, and also the topic of domestic violence. Discuss her experience of being homeless and talk about her gospel musical career and her ministry. Can you please introduce this great young lady to our listening audience? Yes, Shanine Bonner. Shanine Bonner is a Grammy considered artist. <laughs> 
With many awards and nominations under her belt, she's featured in the Uplifting Gospel Music section of the 2021 Stellar Awards Souvenir Magazine. Shani has been a featured host appearances on talks, shows, podcasts, and radio stations around the country. She has garnered several music awards from prestigious award shows such as the Black Music Award LA and Gospel Choice Music Awards. She has been nominated for the Martin Luther King Inspiration Award from the BMA LA. She has been featured in several magazines and one of the most prestigious newspapers in the Los Angeles area, the La Sentinel newspaper. She graced the cover of Music Lover magazine and Christian God Talent magazine. Her single, Great God, has graced the ears of thousands as it hit the Billboard Indicator charts and Nielsen BDS charts. Her new praise is soaring on the Billboard charts. Shanine has been placed on the official 64th Grammy Awards ballot for consideration for her single Great God for nomination. She's an active member of the Gospel Music Association, Christian Songwriters, and Musicians International. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes Shanine Bonner. Shanine, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. No, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Uh, our great friend, uh, Talisha, Dr. Talisha Berry, uh, 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 raved about you. I said, we got to get this young lady on, on the show. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so now we, now we got you. You know, I know Michelle uh, introduced you, but can you tell us what was it like growing up in Flint, Michigan? And, oh, yeah. oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. What was it like growing up in Flint, Michigan? Um, it, Flint was, um, it, growing up, it, it, it was lovely. Um, you know, just had some, some challenges, you know, growing up, you know. And, and, and actually, Talisa, Barry, and I are from the same city. She's from Flint, Michigan as well. And, um, but just growing up in Flint, just growing up, just me um, as a, a whole. Um, at the age of seven, I was molested by a close friend and, and and just didn't tell anybody about that. I didn't even tell my mother. I actually um, released that because um, at the age of 49, I, you know, I walked around with fear all those years. Every time I wanted to release it, it felt like something just had a hold of me like of my mouth and wouldn't let me release it and so that was kind of like a, a challenge growing up um in in my life in flint but other than that i had a wonderful life <laughs> wow you know so i, I tell you uh, one quick question and it's not an, an agenda when did you turn uh to gospel and use music as a way of releasing stress and expressing yourself at the age of 24 i um but you know the lord has always like had his hands on me throughout the years my grandmother used to always say leave her alone uh, uh it's a it's a veil over her you know the lord's hand is on her but at the, when i really truly truly surrendered I, at the age of 24 and so i've been preaching the gospel for 26 years i'm 50 years old now and so but i've been at the age of 24 is when I really just walked into the ministry work that God has prepared for me. You know, Shanine, you mentioned your grandmother. It, was she one of the your role models growing up? And if she was, was there any other role models? Yes. My grandmother and my aunt, um, because they seen something in me 
And so they, I think they more, they fostered that, especially my aunt, her, um, her name is Celestine Wheeler. Um, she just really just, you know, she, she was a pastor. And so she's seeing something in me. So uh, my grandmother and my aunt, they really just kind of mold me into, you know, to the person that I am now doing ministry. What is the best advice that your grandmother and your aunt ever gave you growing up? Actually, you know, my grandmother used to all she used to always say, you know, keep the Lord first. If you if um if if what was she used to say, if you do right, the Lord will keep you. <laughs> and she would give us give us a, a Bible scripture every single time we see her. Matthew seven and seven, you know. <laughs> and she'd always say, Do Matthew seven and seven, you know, don't judge, just walk in love and you know, so she my grandmother was a very big inspiration in all of my life and in my my family's life. I come from a large family. So we have I have like fifty first cousins. So when she used to do that can you hear us? Are you still there? Oh yeah, I'm still here. Uh, you said you, you got fifty first cousins. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yes. Okay. How many 50. sisters bro? Fifty. Five zero. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how many sisters and brothers do you have, and what where you fit in in the chain? I I'm, I'm number two out of four. I have um, two brothers and one sister, and I am I have three daughters, and I have four grandchildren. What was it like growing up, you know, as a child in the household with your uh, two brothers and sisters, and uh, how how did those dynamics uh, how did that play out? Um, just, you know, just growing up, they, um, actually because of the ministry that was on my life, they all, they, they kind of protected me. Um, you know, they always used to say, you know, people used to ask, now what's, what's wrong with Shanine? And, and my sister said, oh, she came out the womb like that, you know? So it was more of a protection type of thing. But just growing up, um, I end up becoming a, um, a teenage mother and had my first child at 17, had my second child at 19 and had my third child at 21. Um, I, you know, so I had three kids by the age of 21. They all had the same father. I always put that out there. But um, I was a single. I was a, was a, a teenage mother and that was the hardest thing ever. You know, my mom's like, okay, you got a baby, but you still going to graduate. And, you know, <laughs> I graduated high school, you know, and I, I did all of that stuff. But just, you know, and then just growing into that, like, okay, I have to get myself together. You know, I have these three girls I have to raise. And being with their their dad, you know, it started, you know, the domestic violence. It it was just so crazy. Um, we after we graduated high school, you know, we shacked up doing a, trying to do the grown thing, and you know, it was with the domestic violence. It started off with a with a you know a slap, then a, a punch, then a, a a kick, and and different other things. And I, as a young person, I suffered all of that, and. I tell I tell people I said I lived a full life by the age of twenty three, <laughs> and that I I literally I I left when my our youngest daughter was nine years old, and when I left um, nine months, I mean uh, when I left it, it it the the thing the stalking came everything came, but I remember 
February of 1994, February 16, 1994. He called me that day. He said, this day, the day that you're going to die. He, and went, and he said, and he told me the way that he was going to kill me. He said, I'm going to shoot you in your head and I'll leave you dead. But the hat, but when you mess with God's, God's child, and I'm not saying anything, you know, saying anything bad about violence, but the same day that he said that I was going to die is the same day that he died. And the same way that he said he was going to kill me is the same way he died. And so it was like a, a, a really, really bad time. So he, his best friend killed him, you know, and it was just like, after that, basically, you know, I'm 23 years old and, and I'm left to raise three girls on my own. Want you to hold, want you to hold that thought right there. Hold uh, that thought because, you know, I I hear your music playing in the background and we're going to come back after the break and we really going to get off into, uh, uh, the music side of you, the ministry side of you, and just uh, off into you. So, uh, hey Todd, let's take let's take take us to the break right now, and we're gonna come back and really dive off into this young lady. And if you really want to be part of this conversation, which I hope you do, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. 
The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Wow. You know, I, I, I just love that song, Janine. I just love that song. And, oh, uh, you know, I, and I'm, I'm sure our listening audience love it as well. That's a great song. You know, so uh, listen, audience, just like I said, we got this great young lady, uh, a woman of God, a woman of faith, a singer, minister, uh, everything and all those things. And. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that was one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Now, Shanine, you were talking about <laughs> domestic violence, and uh, kind of left me with. <laughs> I still want you to talk about that a little bit more. That uh, uh, your boyfriend, or husband, talking about killing you, and he ended up getting killed the way that he had described that to you. Wow! How, I mean, just uh, just just coming. From, how did you feel about that? I'm talking about just looking at that scenario when he had repeated, it told you he was going to do that. I mean, I'm I'm curious. That 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 whole day was kind of crazy, and it was almost 30 years ago, and I can still remember it like it was just yesterday. Um, it 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 it. Hello. I, I'm, we're here. We're we're here. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it was just it, it was really just crazy because he put a like a, a black rose on my porch, everything. Um, and the, like I said, he, he, he said, you know, when you get our, our oldest daughter, when you get her off the bus, I'm just going to shoot you right in the head. And so and when I was standing out there, I, when he drove through the apartments I, I lived in and he put like the gun gesture to me. And I just grabbed my daughter off the bus and went inside the house. And about 7.30 that night, my best friend called me. I was wondering why everybody just kept calling me. But my best friend called me. And um, she and when I answered the phone, she said, do you not know Tyrone died? He just got killed. And it just it, it was such a shocker because I just seen him like three hours ago. And so that was like the like like a really hard thing. I didn't want him in my life anymore, but I didn't want him to die. <laughs> but the same way, the same day, the same day that, you know, he died that day that he said he was going to kill me. Wow. That's a, that's a, a lot. That was a, definitely a lot to process. So, Shani, you know, um, earlier you mentioned about, you know, being a, a teenage mother at uh, three children mm -hmm. um, before the age of, I think, by 21 or so. And mm -hmm. then um, dealing with the issue of domestic violence. 
how how did this change you as a person, you know, being such a young mother and also the issue of domestic violence? Can you kind of share with the audience about that? You know what? I it, what, what, what changed me was um, never to become the victim ever again. And to basically just stand up for, for your rights and stand up for what you believe. So for almost 30 years, I never, I never, I never became the victim again. I, I've always just, you know, I, I spoke my piece and, and, and just, you know, kept it going. And so, and I, and I tell other women, you know, and I even, I speak to a lot of um, young mothers too, just to let them know that, you know, because you had a young child, that don't mean that life, I mean, because you had a child when you're young, that don't mean that life is over. You just have to continue life, but make the best of it. And I, and I, I just looked at it. I was just determined. I'm going to raise these daughters. I'm not going to raise my daughters on welfare. I'm going to work and I'm going to be a good mom to my daughters. And I have done just that. I, my, I have a daughter that's 33 one that's 31 and the one that's 29 and I just and I and I, I stuck to that and I and that's just how I feel about just turning situations around you know when someone when life serves you lemons just make lemonade exactly just look at yeah <laughs> Well, you know what? You um, left Flint, Michigan and moved to Los Angeles, California. Can you um, tell us um, what inspired you, influenced you to make that move from Flint and why to L.A.? You know what? The Lord called me out here. I did not want to leave. None whatsoever. (laughs) Um, So I was actually I I was at home. My aunt called me. She said, the Lord has news for you in California. And I said, I'm not going to California. I said, I don't know anybody there. I'm not going to California. And so uh, and I had a business in Michigan, but it seemed like everything just crashed at one time. And so I lost my business. I lost everything. I ended up having to move in a house with my daughters. And, and so my daughter, my oldest daughters came home one day and said, Shanine Bonner, you're no longer welcome here go to California and do what the Lord has called for you to do. And so um, I made a, a decision to come, but I, I started a radio broadcast here from, um, from count me from when I was in Michigan to here. And so it was a lady that used to call me all the time for prayer. And so her and I got like really close. And so I just made a thing. I said, Lord, if you want me to go, I said, you have to promise me two things that I'll never sleep outside and that I'll never be completely broke. Um, You know, I've had some hard times. I was homeless. I slept in abandoned houses, but I never slept outside. And sometimes I would be down to two dollars, but I was never broke. So he kept his promise from that. And even the song that that you guys just listened to, Great God, I was homeless when I wrote that song. I was sitting on a friend's couch and I was just doing my worship like, Lord, I just thank you. And then I just heard the words, what a great God we serve. And I started taping myself and actually, and that's how great God came about. Wow. That is a, an absolutely wonderful song. Uh, speaking of music, so uh, you are a nominee uh, for 
potential Grammys. And yes. um, coming from uh, just listening to your story now and being there, Grammy, hopefully you get it because I think that song is worthy. I mean, actually, the other one is as well, but we're going to get to that one later. Can you tell us uh, how, how does that feel to know where you came from to be where you at today? I just know that it, nobody gets the glory but God. Um, I was just when I, I got uh, the <laughs> uh, the call and, and the email stating that you have been considered for a Grammy. I almost fell out the chair. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and after that, it's like opportunities just opened up that, that God just opened a floodgate just from that uh Grammy nomination and I mean getting on the Grammy ballot and, and being considered for Grammy Wow you know I, I tell you sometimes I, I think we might have lost her for a second or so you know but this, this uh, young lady right here is so incredible uh, her story I'm touched and um, you, you know I tell you I don't know if you're still there or not, uh, but uh, if you're not, right now, hopefully we'll get, get you back on. But her music is so inspiring. And what when we come back after the break, like, got, are you still there? <laughs> I, I kind of think we got a weak connection there at this particular time, but we're going to talk about her music and what inspired her, the title of her album, and some of the things that... Um, she sang about so what i want to do right now is take a station break and we're going to come back and continue this great conversation with this absolutely fantastic young lady it's your life i'm james cooley we'll be back shortly after the break there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley there is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. I'm just going to let you know that I'm a fan. <laughs> you got me locked in. <laughs> and uh, I tell you, listen to audience, you can join in on the conversation by calling 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Janine, I want to know what inspired you to start writing music gospel music and really just putting it out there and i mean just living and what you write can you tell us uh, a little bit about that i you know what i i've always kind of enjoyed writing but i just really started in in 2020 um i just the lord gave me like the, the songs and the lyrics and so and i just caught up my producer and we just went into the, the studio and just laid the, you know, did the tracks and stuff. So it's, this is all a, a divine order, I'll, I'll say that. What, what, can you tell us, uh, what's the title of your album? And, uh, you know, I, I want to know all, uh, a lot more about this. Okay, the, uh, the title of the first album was Great God is Great. And I just got, you know, after everything that God has brought me through, I said, God is great. So this song going to be great, God, and this album is going to be called Great. And so the second one, Praise, I just called that the experience because of everything that God has brought me to, it brought me to knowing him and the experience of how God can take nothing and make something out of it. Wow. And God always does that. It doesn't matter where you yeah. where you start from. <laughs> you know, it it doesn't matter about the current situation or circumstances that you you might be in. That's not your final destination. That's just a destiny. And yeah. uh, you are living proof. And um, I, I, your story, we didn't even got halfway through it. And <laughs> I mean, it's just so such an inspiration to all that's uh, that's listening to this. Because uh, a lot of times we think that God is not really paying attention to us. I believe that he is just guiding us, forming us into the person that uh, we are brought here with purpose for. 
So yeah, and uh, you are a a a. I, in my opinion, everything I have heard, uh, you're a living testimony. Amen. I praise God for it. Shanine, um, besides the Lord, where do you get your creativity from? Like, for example, what is your your favorite time and place to write music? You know what? This probably would be, it sounds so funny. When I'm sitting in my, on my recliner. <laughs> <laughs> When I'm sitting in my recliner at home, I can write a whole catalog of songs. That's so crazy. <laughs> but that's my, my, my time right there. Do you play any instruments? No. <laughs> I don't. I, no. I don't think anybody would even trust me playing any instruments. No, but no. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they would. <laughs> well, Shanine, um, you know, every artist has a, a role model in the business. So who is your favorite, who is one of your favorite singers, whether it's gospel, another genre of music, but name me, give, give us two of your favorite singers. Minnie Rippleton and Karen Clark Shear. <laughs> yeah. My mother used to, when I was younger, she used to have me, she put me on the bar stool and had me singing Loving You by Minnie Ripple. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you hit those uh, high notes? <laughs> actually, I can. <laughs> you know, I used to sit on the, I'm eight, nine years old singing Loving You. You know, <laughs> or oh, that long memory lane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember all of those great songs. You know, in the industry, in the business, especially uh, entertainment business, music business, uh, there are always some challenges, uh, but there are also rewards. Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about both uh, the challenges that you might have uh, incurred and how you turn those challenges into rewards? Um, you know, with the challenges that, that I've had and actually... I, I look at it as a positive. I don't. I, I stop getting mad when I hear the word no, because and when I hear no, that means I'm not called to you. I'm called to somebody else. And and so, but when I, when I had to over overcome the word no, <laughs> like no, this is not the type of music that that we like, or no, you know, you you don't fit into the the style that that we like and. And so that's, I, I just, I take that, that negative and turn to a positive and say, okay, I'm just not sensing you. And what, what are some of the, the rewards that have uh, benefit by not listening to the word no? Because many of us would just give up because somebody did say no. Um, of me, um, when, I, 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 when the song hit the billboard. I know that no turns to a yes. That means somebody likes them. <laughs> you know, Shanine, I want to get back to, and you mentioned in the last segment about um, how you experience homelessness. Um, you know, it's, it's a big problem within our country and, you know, the world. So sometimes society views the homeless in a negative light. Can you tell us what, what false myths 
regarding homelessness, homelessness, do you want to address with our listeners regarding this issue? My thing and I and and what I a problem what I I had when I was in homelessness, you know, I said there was no drugs, I was I, I didn't do alcohol, I just didn't have a place to stay when I, I got here. So God he still made a way. But looking at the individual as though they're not a person. Wow. And so what what I now, when I see homeless people, I don't look at them and judge them because I don't know their stories. I agree. But I, I, and I, but I treat them as an individual. So tell us about the victory, how you, um, how you, tra- how you tra- um, tra- got out of homelessness, let's just say. Transition. Tell us about that victory. You, you know, it, and it's so, it, it's so crazy. You know, when I when I came out here, I, I remember I went to a church and a lady said, "Woman of God, the Lord told me that that not to get a job." And I'm looking around like, "Who is she talking to? She's not talking to me because <laughs> I need a job." <laughs> and so, um, and so she came up to me. She said, "I'm talking to you. The Lord wants you just to trust Him." And for five years, I was in home. I was in homelessness, but the, the turnaround was was in 2016. Um. The Lord allowed me to get a job, and after that, when the job opened up, I, you know, the job, I did things to start just turning around for me. You know, I was on welfare, getting a GR check of two hundred and twenty-one dollars, of now making sixty thousand a year, and so the victory in that is that regardless of what you're going through, at the end, God always have a master plan for you. God always have a master plan for you. And uh, I, I got a question. What, were you recording when you was in uh, Michigan? Were, were you recording music uh, uh, during that time? Frame? Yeah. yeah, I did. I, I, I recorded like my uh, a, 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 a EP, Little Half Album. Um, it didn't go anywhere, <laughs> but I did record. And when you got to L.A., when did you know uh, that you had something? I mean, you probably already knew that you had something, but somebody had to have told you, hey, you got something here. <laughs> you know, I started off doing like a prayer, and I, I, I put music under a prayer, and so I called it a, a, the prophetic declaration. And so I, and I remember I took this to Atlanta, to, to um, Hot 97, mm-hmm. and this was a, a hip-hop, and they was like, you, you got something there. <laughs> <laughs> And so after that, you know, the Lord said, it's time for you to go in the studio and sing. And that's how basically everything started happening. Even the, the, the prophetic declaration I had, it started charting on the BDS station. It got up to like number 36 on, on the BDS chart. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, hold this thought because we've got to take a station break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about your ministry. We're going to talk about the books. We're going to talk more about you. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Wow, that is the amazing Shanine Bonner. And welcome back to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And Shanine Bonner, uplifting people and changing lives through music and ministry. And listening audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, please call in at 1-888-344-1170. That is 1-888-344-1170. Shanine, you have authored and contributed to many books. One of the books that you wrote was called... Bleeding Within, A Guide to Healing. Can you tell us a little bit about that book? Yes, that book actually was birthed out of the molestation that I experienced. And so, and the reason why I wrote that, um, it's kind of based upon my own life. We have layers and layers of layers of hurt that we don't know how to deal with. And, And the layers sometimes become wounds. And the wounds sometimes can start bleeding. And within that, you know, we can be bleeding within of starting with unforgiveness and, you know, holding things that, you know, that can actually hurt our lives physically, too. So that's what's the bleeding within. We can have eternal bleeding, and we're not spiritually eternal bleeding and not even know it. And that was some of the, the stuff that I dealt with, and I had to start pulling off the layers 
to get to that womb in order for it to stop bleeding. Wow. You also were contributed to one of the chapters in the book, Prayer Changes Things. Can you tell us about the chapter that you contributed to and um, what that meant to you to be part of this? Yeah, I actually contributed to the, the part of the homelessness and, and, and just letting the women know, regardless of, like I said, regardless of your current situation, that does not determine your future. And just to stay strong and just know that prayer can change things and that God is a God that he will fulfill his promises. Wow. You know, can you tell us about uh, your ministry? I mean, I want to delve off into that. I know you're doing a lot of wonderful things out there. Uh, Can you tell our listeners a little bit about it? um, I have Shanine Bonner Ministries. I've actually been ordained as a pastor, prophet, evangelist, apostle, and prophet. And all five I have been ordained. And so what I I started a school out here, a school of ministry. um, It's called the um, Power of the Spirit. I started on the campus of USC. And I I just do a lot of evangelists to go work and just minister um, to to whoever, you know, that God has allowed me to. I go to different churches and, you know, I do my own, um, I have my own seminars that that I actually um, do every, I used to do them every three months before COVID came. So I'm just, you know, trying to stay busy for the Lord now. So do your ministry, do it also include a lot of uh, children uh, programs or uh, what is the primary, just uh, adults or everybody? Yeah, yeah, just uh, a lot of adults. I used to do the children's ministry when my kids were younger, but this is just a lot of um, adults. Wow. You know, this, you know, takeaways and uh, we're not nowhere. We still got a few minutes, but uh, I want to point these things out right now. Uh, because uh, you have talked about a lot of great things today. What are some of the things, about two or three, that you want our listening audience to really lock in on uh, that uh, they can? Uh, so what are, what are some takeaways that uh, you would uh, uh, want our t- audience to take away from this? Yeah, um, about, you know, molestation, uh, about domestic violence, and about homelessness. And, and and all three of those things you still can overcome. And Absolutely. there's no stopping you now. <laughs> there's no stopping you now. Uh, your music, where can our listening audience get a hold of that great music? Because I'm, I'm getting ready to write this down right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on iTunes. I'm on Spotify. Um, um, Apple Music, Amazon. Um, I'm just like on all digital platforms. And uh, can you tell uh, our audience again the title of uh, the two albums that you talked about? about so that would lock into their mind uh, so they can go out and get that okay the first album is called great and my single great god is on that and the second album is called experience and that's the single praise is on that one and it's on like i said all digital platforms wow uh did uh what is on the horizon for for you you know for us touring for its shows for us so what's 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 on your agenda what's coming up um i'm i'm actually i'm, I'm trying to do a, a tour and i'm um i'm going to be, be featured in a movie it's, it's called where's my daughter and so um, the acting um and i actually just um started a record label called decree records 
So I'm just, just trying to be everywhere God needs me to be right now. <laughs> so uh, are you traveling uh, now? Uh, are you going to cities? Uh, I know you mentioned uh, tours. And for the uh, listening audience that might want to uh, follow you, and uh, what when well, do you plan on set, doing the tour? Yeah, we're setting it up for the summer. Um, so we're trying to get everything um, together. But they can go to my website to, to follow me at www.shanincbonner.com for, like, the latest things that I'm doing. Wow. You know, what is what do you want your legacy to be, um, Shanine? I, I want my legacy to be that I, that I didn't do adversity. I never, I never gave it. I, I didn't give up, you know. I just want want people to mention my name and say, you know what? That lady did not give up. When hell presented itself to her in all different types of ways, she still kept the faith. So I just want my legacy to be of never giving up. Never giving up is, is a great thing. I mean, we cannot give up because then we never move forward. You know, right. so um, for the people out there that might be struggling right now, I'm talking about trying to identify who they are and what their purpose might be. What are some of the, um, what would you tell them uh, that they need to focus on so that they are able to identify what their purpose might be? My thing, and I used to always tell people this, whatever you can do, standing on your head, reciting a song and eating an ice cream at the same time, <laughs> that's your purpose. The thing that you can do effort, so effort, just without any problem, that is, that is the, the thing that God has called you to do. And just say, stay focused on one thing. A lot of times we want to do 50 million things at one time, but if you master the main thing, all the other things will fall in line. Well, you know, I always have to throw a wrench in when I'm, when I'm talking to uh, my guests. And uh, uh, the question I have for you is, what will, would uh, today's Shanine tell a younger version of her if you had an opportunity to say today yourself, tell yourself 20, 25 years ago? What, what, what advice would you give yourself? You know what? I actually wrote this on Facebook. I would tell the younger Shanine, I'm so glad you didn't give up. I'm so glad you didn't throw in a towel because God has a greater future for us. Is uh, any of your kids or potentially grandkids following in your footsteps? Yes, my my middle daughter. She she's into ministry. She has she has caught the bug. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Right, you know, many times, and you know, and that's a a great bug to to catch. Yeah. You know, that's an absolutely fantastic book. You know, I I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today. And um, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to invite you back if you if you have time, you know, oh, the, thank the, you. The, to get you back <laughs> on here. So you, you're so inspirational uh, to myself. I know Michelle and I listen to the audience. So we got to have you back, you know, so just thank keep that you. in mind. I'd like to thank um uh, my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley, who, I mean, I tell you, she's a big inspiration to me as well because she does all the heavy lifting and she keeps me focused and, and, you know, along with the Lord, she keeps me grounded. I like to thank my great Amen. producer, <laughs> my great producer, Todd Pyrick. I mean, that's, that's my guy, you know, so uh, thank you so much, my friend, for always uh, 
making sure that uh, we have great shows. Thanks for the shout-out, James. <laughs> Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for tuning in. Uh, to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message and bring great guests like Shanine here today. So I tell you, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, same time, I wouldn't say same time, maybe an hour later, live. And I tell you, I just uh, want everybody to think about this great message that this young lady gave us today. Remember, it's your life. I'm James Cooley, and we will be back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.